What is it? It's time to go back. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Generation S. It is a podcast about growing up in the late 90s and the early 2000s. And let me put it to you this way. If your summers were spent running around outside until it was dark at 930 before you finally had to come in to go to bed, uh, this podcast might be for you. I'm Dan Kemp and joined by my uh, co-host for this episode, a very popular co-host on the show. Um, I'd say, you know, if I were to put a poll up of of best co-hosts, I mean, you're certainly top five, Lou. So Lou Carnavali, welcome back. Have there been more than five? I don't think so. No, I think there has. No, but anyway. <laughs> Thank you. I think. Also, my best friend of uh, of 16, no, 17, shit, we've known each other 17 years now. Thanks. That's insane. Yeah, I, I know. I think. <laughs> and we met in college. We did. Oh, man. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited to do this episode, and um, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it right now. You're not, because you were- <laughs> I never said I was. I just said, I don't know if I can talk that much, and I don't have a problem talking. It's just- <laughs> I, I just i didn't do a lot of traveling in the summer but you no. said we're gonna be able to do it so let's do it yeah so the, the the title of the episode or you know in so many words i'm not sure if i'm actually going to use this title for the podcast episode but i probably will something something around how i spent my summer vacation in the 90s or early 2000s so that doesn't mean you had to go anywhere but every kid had a summer vacation it doesn't mean you you know a vacation to me is time off from either work or school doesn't mean it's going somewhere it could just it's just whatever you did during that downtime where you could just chill and relax right so wish i had that now well you and me both buddy right all right so let's, I mean, what I want to do is I want to, first off, before we get into it, I do want to remind everyone, if you uh, have not had a chance yet, make sure you've subscribed to the podcast, make sure you are telling a friend about the podcast, and then if you can, if you have like two seconds, just go leave a review or a rating on whatever you're listening to this on. It, it seriously helps this channel. It gets me visible so that other people, like-minded people, just like you, can uh, can join in the fun as well. So um, if just, you know, wanted to get that out of the way up front. And then actually at the end of this episode I do have a surprise for the, for our listeners. But I'm oh. not going to I'm not I'm going to I'm going to hold off on that for I don't now. even so, know what it is. You don't. You have no idea. I am just because I just decided just now that I'm going to spring this at the end of this. So Okay, that's that's there cool it and it's funny cuz I always made fun of like radio show hosts or podcasts or anything like this. Like I have no idea like ah BS they know what's going on. I really don't. You do, do not know. <laughs> In this not. case you don't know. <laughs> All right, so before we get into the the meat of the conversation around summer activities, let's talk about the lead up to it, right? You know, you're you're in school, uh, where we grew up. School basically went, and correct me if I'm wrong, Lou, but for me, it went to like the end of June. Is that was that you as well down on yeah. Long Island? Yeah, it yeah, was to okay. the end of June. So really, truly, until the start of summer. Whereas down here, I live in Georgia. Down here, summer vacation starts like May 10th. It's insane. Wow. And then, of course, they, they go back to school like August 1st. Oof. So, it, yeah, it's nuts. You'd think that in the South, they would shift it so that the air conditioning bill isn't running for as long and, or, you know, racked up as high, you know, in the <laughs> schools or whatever. But anyway. So what's the vibe like? You went to a private school. Was it any, I mean, I don't know if it's any different, but like, 
were people just getting rowdy the last couple of weeks of school? What was it like? You know, what was the general kind of atmosphere? Once you got that notification, well, now you probably actually get a notification. Back in the yeah. day, it was just like they would hand out the flyers in class to take home to your parents. Once you got that letter saying you could wear polo shirts, oh. it's summertime. It's yeah, summer because we had to wear deal. a shirt and tie, um, yeah. even in middle school. Once you got the memo, you could wear polo shirts. It's like, whoa, it's summer. And that was that was pretty much like the kickoff of like, it's we're almost there. Yeah, we're almost. It well, was probably it, May. We got that letter. Okay. And so, yeah, you're kind of on home stretch. Now, did you have a lot of like, well, I mean, I guess I, we're from New York, so we both took like the standardized, uh, standardized tests and stuff. So, you know, still reviewing for those. But I feel like once we took those finals or those, you know, they were called regents exams. I don't know if they still oh, are. Oh, my God. You remember those. Yeah, those are fun. Um, but once those were done, I feel like even the teachers were kind of on autopilot a little bit as far as like what we did. Like we watched a few more movies, maybe yeah. things like that. We, you know, we didn't do much. Uh, teachers didn't pretty much care the same? by then. Yeah, they, they well, didn't care. They, <laughs> they didn't cared. Care. Okay, fine. They, they, they were, they, they they were done with us. They were done putting up with our bullshit. <laughs> I remember I had teachers like senior year just go up to me and just like, what are you going to college for? I'm like, oh, I'm going to try to get into broadcasting or media or marketing or something like that. All right, good. And they just walk away. Okay. Yeah. And because it was a subject, it wasn't very, it wasn't good in Spanish. It wasn't good in, in math. And take the regents, you know, they put the Scantron through. Yeah. I remember walking up. What did I get? You got to, you're going to be okay. What did I get? You're going to be okay. But <laughs> what do I tell you about? You're going to be okay. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. They didn't there care. There it is. They just they didn't, didn't care. care. Now, yeah, if I said, I'm going to go to school for economics and I'm, you know, pulling a C in math, he'd be like, uh, not so good. But yeah, Regis, I don't know if they still do those. I think they still do. I know they do standardized testing. I mean, I'll say this. New York has some of the best public school systems in the United States, pretty much hands down, at least back when we were in school. Like, and having seen the schools in other parts of the country now, it's, yeah, <laughs> I agree. So... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, I remember the last day of school in particular was like, I mean, so, the like, the last week of school, for us at least, was half days. Did you have, like, half days at the end there, or no? Yeah, you had, like, the half days. I, I mean, I can imagine now as a parent, that probably drives you crazy. Like, why? Yeah. Why are, we, why are we doing this? This is just, let's just cut the cord and, and get them out, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I loved it. Day of work. I mean, we all loved it. Yeah. But as a parent, you could maybe attest to this. Like, it's probably more of a pain in the ass to have a kid have a half a day than an off day. Well, and, and it was different for me growing up just because my mom was, you know, stay at home mom. And so it, it wasn't necessarily any different for her because she was home. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, as a parent now, with, you know, my wife and I both work uh, this summer, is, we'll say it's been very interesting so far yeah. uh, as far as that goes. Um, but then the last day of school for me, we went in at like eight. And then we were done by nine thirty. Like, why? Oh, that was yeah, like, a, why even bother? Yeah. I, now that you're saying it, I'm starting to remember like those last day, especially the last day. Maybe like the last day before that. Yeah. You went in. You cleaned out your locker, or if you were that younger. was my favorite thing was just throwing out all the trash in your desk. And like, oh. I think I had a milk pouch in my locker from like like April, and it was rotten and nasty. And you so know, you're talking just... more about high school now, or did you have Either lockers way. in middle school? 
No, no, we didn't have lockers. This was high school. But even okay. in high school, we went only well, only went in for like an hour and a half, and we were cleaning out everything. But it was just crazy. throwing everything out. They had a big garbage bin in the middle of the classroom. Everyone would just dump it. <laughs> Remember, so back in the day, you throw away your book covers because you made them out of like shopping bags. I had a few that had yeah the 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 paper bags, which in yeah. New York we're only allowed to have now when you go shopping. Oh really? We don't have plastic bags anymore unless you are just. Uh, you know what? No, I'm not going to go there. I was going to talk politics for a second. But we're not going to go there. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. It was about COVID and how COVID like doesn't exist after 10 o'clock. But I digress. Um, <laughs> yeah, no more plastic bags in New York. So all those bags you would like, you know, put in like, your little trash cans. Yeah. The smaller ones. Yeah, those are gone. Unless you're selling food, then you can have it. That makes sense. So we have all of paper bags now. And now Walmart's up here. They don't even have bags at all. You got to bring your own bags. You gotta bring your own bags. Okay. Bring your own bags. Well, but yeah, I did have a few bookcases that had the the brown like the, the shopping bags you would cut and throw it on there. Did you were you fancy enough to have like those elastic book covers too? Like the uh, the stretchy ones that wrapped around it? You know which ones my mom would use those on would be the like the brand new books we would get. Yeah. Because where we got them from, they would actually like charge you if the book came back in bad condition. Did you have to buy the books? No, no? but you ha- like if you lost it, you got charged. Or if it was a new oh, book that's and it came annoying. back like destroyed, it would get you yeah. get a ding. Um, so like if you got a brand new book, like you would go to the store and like, you get like a six pack of like the the vinyl ones, like you said, and you would like okay, which books are the newest? Okay, the science book, the math book, and the English book are the three nicest. They're yeah. getting the nice stuff. And let's look at the other uh, whatever book it is. Like oh, that one's destroyed. Paper. Yeah. Was uh was George H. W. Bush the president at the end of the history book? All right, paper bag. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? So my wife is a teacher. Uh not anymore. She used to be a teacher, like not too long ago. And she taught in the public schools and we, we were talking about like book covers, like, oh she's like, Oh yeah, I used to decorate mine all the time, I used to draw all over it. You know, by the end of the school year it was just like a doodle pad. And I said, What you know, what are they using now to cover their books? And she's like, Oh, they don't get textbooks anymore. I can imagine. The, yeah, it's probably there's, all electronic. There's no textbooks. It's all photocopies of one book, and then they read it online, and that's it. There's no textbooks anymore. Yeah. Well, that, I don't that, know if that's true everywhere. I don't want to say it's true everywhere, but at least from her perspective, like kids do not have textbooks, so their backpacks like are either non-existent <laughs> or they're super light. Because that was the other thing, right? Yeah. You're, you're oh, so yeah. used to carrying around ten books for the entire school year, so that last day you're basically carrying the equivalent of like a like a satchel on your back that's empty. It's like you're it's like a parachute that's deployed. It's a, it's just freeing. Made you, you a know? man lifting all those books. God, every day was leg day for most of that school year for me. It was yeah. insane. Like, and yeah, it was so you could tell when somebody was a freshman. Yeah. Well, I could because of the different places, but you probably saying if it was a public school, you could tell that they were a freshman probably by the a the amount of books they were holding from class to yeah. class, or b the size of their backpack. Yeah, because well, they didn't they didn't have enough wherewithal to like, do I have enough time to to run, drop off my books, and get this or that, or talk to that girl, or see my buddy, or whatever. Right. Yeah, they're it's just, just like, gonna no, carry it all. Got to pack for half the day. Yeah, no, I, I on, it's funny because I never use my locker. Um, I, I would I would just either carry this stuff around or honestly not bring it unless I had to. But I did you so let's talk lockers, and I know we're talking summer vacation, and I swear to God we're gonna get there for that one person who reviewed us that said that we don't talk about the right topic. Um, we're getting there, but I have to ask you as far as lockers go, did you jam your locker? Do you know what that means mm, when I say jam your what locker? Do you mean jam, like jam it full of crap? No, like literally, like 
so our lockers were you put the combination and you you pull up on the lid and it would you would then pull it open. So jamming your locker meant you would shove a piece of paper in there so that it never fully locked, so that you never had oh. to do the combo and you could just pull it up and pull it out. Um, I yeah, I I just I had like the old school locks that you would turn. It wasn't connected in the locker. Oh, I gotcha. Okay, so I just never like really locked it all the way. Like if you pushed it down like a quarter of the way down, oh, so, it, it right. looked so like you didn't it was. push it up till it clicked. Yeah, yeah, it, it looked like it there. was. And then my yep. final year of high school, I was in TV club, and I just left all my books in the TV studio, and nobody cared. See, that's nice. Yeah, as you get older, I would do that too. Like you know, as I, I probably my senior year, I had mostly study halls, and I, I did have teachers that would just let me leave my books in there because I'm like, I don't, I don't want to carry this stuff around. They're like, you're good. Just yeah. leave it here. It's fine. You know, but not everyone could do that. Like you had to kind of earn that privilege. Like you did. I earned. We had the, we had the same teachers for every single year, pretty much in this in this. We went in the same hallways. Like, I mean, I, I don't yeah. know if you've seen my my high school like when you would come visit me, but it's a very small building. So. I knew everyone. I've known. I'd known them since I was in kindergarten. So like, I kind of earned it at that point. So How many was, floors was, was your high school? Two. Oh. Four. It was a one. Well, it was one. There was two wings too. It was one building, two wings. The entire class, like the entire student body, K through twelve, was less than six hundred people. Oh Lord. Okay. Yeah. So it was a very small school. It was. Um. So I knew everyone, and but anyway, it was. Ah, oh, the last day of school was awesome, and then the, and then the bus drivers would bring you home. They would always be blasting the radio on the last day. I don't. Did yeah, you take the it, bus or did you get a ride? Uh, at high school, I, I took the bus. Okay, you know why? You, you know why they're blasting? You, you know why they're blasting the radio? Because they're going to go on summer vacation. They get paid unemployment, at least in New York State. Yeah, they get paid that's to sit true. on their butts yeah, and do nothing. That's why they're sticking, you know, sticking to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, teachers technically get that way as well. They get paid throughout uh, the year. I don't. I don't think anybody that works. If you work in any job and you know it's seasonal, I don't think you should get unemployment. But that's not. This is not that podcast. <laughs> We're gonna get to yeah, summer well, vacations eventually. We've talked less, on school less, and a little bit of politics. Let's get there so before the last day of reviews. school. Yes, last day of school. It was usually in the middle of the week. It was rarely a Friday, so it was like, oh, Friday came early. You get home. And for me, again, I was a I was a big video gamer. We know this. If you listen to this podcast, you know I was a huge video gamer. So I would literally that would be like the first night where I would be up until like eleven, twelve o'clock, yeah. just playing PlayStation, whatever it was. Um, did you have like what did you do like when you got home from that last day of school? Did you have like a game plan? Probably throw away the rest of the books in the house. Yeah, there you uh, go. Um, jeez. It w- it was probably like what is like you said what's gonna be that summer game so to speak yeah um if I was in middle school I was watching a lot of baseball tonight a lot yep. of baseball tonight on ESPN could watch the end of Monday Night Raw Monday nights which was also exciting stay up a little bit late till eleven or so yep but it was mostly that it was just staying up a little bit later but. The chores and more chores came on the weekends. Well, chores, and then as I got into high school, I had a summer job. So that was the other thing, too, is that my last true vacation where I didn't have to worry about doing a damn thing was probably, I think, like 10th grade. Because starting so from 11th grade on, I was 15. So that's sophomore going into junior year was your last... Yeah, because my 16 first... 16, like, maybe, yeah. Yeah, my first like real job, not off the books, was summer of junior year into senior year worked at hollywood video 
You worked at Halloween Video, and I worked. I worked retail. Technically, my first job was a terrible job. I worked at a boating marina up in uh, Lake George. If you're mm-hmm. if you if you're listening to this and you know who I am, then you know Lake George. Um, it, you know, beautiful lake. Uh, my job was to basically. I thought it was going to be pumping gas on the lake and like making bank and like tips because that's how they promised it to me. Uh, no, I was the guy they would send across the street into the woods to cut down all the shrink wrap off of the boats and get them ready and scrubbed down to be put in the water. So I was dealing with the bees' nests and the poison ivy mm. and the standing nasty stagnant water that's filled with mosquito eggs. That was my job, and I got paid minimum wage at five fifteen an hour for that. By the way. So, but you worked in a tourist area. That's the that's the issue. You worked in yeah. a tourist area, so your summers were a little bit more skewed. Now well, no, that was only that was only three months, though. Hold on, oh, that was only oh. three months. But oh. that, that's why I say technically it was my first job. My real job that I had throughout high school and into a little bit of college, I was working at a shoe store, which you eventually would work with me at as well. Yes. Um, good old, I'll I'll say it. Shout out to Family Footwear in Lake George, New York, man, in the in the Lake George outlets. So yeah, still touristy, <laughs> but my god, was retail so much more enjoyable for me than working out in the woods in the heat of the summer, you know, and weed whacking and all that yep. manual labor. So anyway, retail job. I never did the server thing. Like you never worked in a restaurant, right? No. I don't have the no. personality to be in a No. I don't like people. <laughs> what what are you talking about? I don't like people. And I work in human resources. God help me. I know, right? Yeah, no, I, so I, um, yeah, I never got into the restaurant jobs. But anyway, the point being, uh, you know, I had to kind of factor in my, my summer job into my activities. It was still a lot less, you know, st- you know, strenuous than school because it was, you know, I don't know. It was, it still felt more free. You know what I mean? I was still staying up late and I was still being able to, you know, because as yeah. I was getting my job, I could, I had a car. I could go where I wanted to. As long as I was home by nine, I think it was, you know, I could mm-hmm. go out. My parents didn't care. So, um, but that was high school. So, but as a kid, it was definitely more along the lines of the video games. And actually, our school, I don't know if you had this locally, whether it was through your school or whatever, but we had, pardon me, a, um, it's called the summer rec program where, you would go back to the school and every day of the week there was a different activity you could do there. And it was, you know, you would, so like, I remember one, remember one Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays were arts and crafts. Um, and then like gym time where you could go play in the gym. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays were swim lessons at the local lake. And so I just, I, I don't know if it was free. I, I, I was going to ask my mom before I started recording, but I forgot. I it know either I free. Had- I had summer programs I was in when I was a kid, but those, yeah. those were definitely not free. No, and that's what I'm, I mean. This was through the school, and I remember because I, I remember I, I um I did apply to be a counselor for it when I was in high school, and they did they paid you got paid to do it, mm-hmm. but I can't remember like if that was just through the taxpayers' dollars or if like my mom because I know like I had to pay like when we did like actual like outings like we'd go mini golfing or to the movies I know I had to bring money for tickets and stuff like that um, but as far as like the base program where like you would just go to the school and hang out for a few hours with the counselors and, and you know paint coffee mugs I don't know if that was free or not I, I, I knowing my family's financial situation it probably was free or if not it was very significantly um, you know reduced cost yeah so 
but I remember that, man. And we would get home from those activities and we just, we would jump in the, now we had a pool also growing up. That's the other thing is we yeah. had an above ground pool that we definitely starting at the, in the middle of June, we used all the time because it would get up to a, a super warm 71 degrees. So that was like, oh, it's perfect. You know, I, if I got into 71 degree water now, I would get hypothermia because that's just disgusting. But, uh, did you, uh, did you have a, I know you didn't have a pool in your backyard, but did you like have a neighborhood pool or anything like that? I'm sure we did, but the town I lived in was, if you know, if you know where Jones Beach is, it's. I do, the, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, so you had the beach nearby, yeah. I did. I had the beach nearby, uh, so we didn't really go to the community pool that much. And then, two of my friends, yeah, two of my friends had pools, so I didn't have to go to the community pool. And that's, that's really where it was in middle school. It was, you know, it was both of my friends. Actually, now that I think of it, all three of my friends. All of their moms were stay-at-home moms, so... Oh, yeah, they, that was the house to go to. Yeah, they didn't have to go. They weren't going to summer camp, so I got a little bit older in middle school. I wasn't going there. I was going... I'd bounce around, bounce, you know, from one friend to another to another. Yeah. Um, And some multiple times, and that's where the video games and the pool and, you know, just wiffle ball, like anything. Love wiffle ball, yeah. Wiffle, wiffle ball, ball la- lacrosse, street hockey... Like actually being outside, like I don't I don't see kids outside playing anymore. I mean a little no. bit because I go past a basketball court on the way home, but like in their and like by their actual house, like in the street, forget it. No, they don't see. And all because I I was gonna say something about that as well because I for a while I felt the same way. Honestly, where I live, and I don't know if it's just because I live in a subdivision that's like a suburban whatever, but there are a lot of kids, and I, I'll every day I go out and I take a walk around the neighborhood, you know, exercise, and I'll see kids out there playing in the street, whatever, and I, I like seeing it. You know what I mean? It is, it is nice, but yeah. as far as I, I agree though, because I'll always hear about like you know. No, nobody outside. They're all sitting inside on, you know, playing video games or whatever, which again, I think back to our generation as a kid, we did play a lot of video games and watch a lot of TV, but we were also outside. Like I, there was, I guarantee you, my mom would not have let me play video games for more than like an hour. It felt like a long time as a kid, but it probably was like maybe an hour and a half. And she said, get outside. I don't get go in the pool go play in the backyard, go yeah. walk to a friend's house, whatever, get outside because you're not going to, and it was fine. And, and we did, and it was great. Um, so maybe that's not happening as much. I know even just today, I to convince my kids to go outside and play in the backyard after they got home from, we, we do swim lessons with them. They did not want to go outside. And I'm like, just, Go, just go outside and exist. Why can you not do that? But they were struggling. So I'm like, did I have I failed as a parent because my kids don't want to go outside and play? I have no idea. It was also like 89 degrees outside. So in their defense, it was kind of hot out. So maybe that's what it was. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like it depends on where you live. But I think maybe people are looking at screens inside more than they used to. I'm, sh- I'm sure they are. But there is hope. There are still kids that are enjoying the outdoors. And yeah, it's annoying when I got to drive through them to get somewhere in the neighborhood. But it's also nice to see. Like, I'll give an example. So there's this one family in the front of our neighborhood. And God love them. They're, they're perfectly pleasant people. But bless their they're heart. throwing a bit. Ba- bless their heart. There you go. They're They're... They're throwing the baseball across the street from each other. Like the one's on one side of the sidewalk, the other one's across the street on the other side of the sidewalk. Oh, what the hell is that? And they're throwing the ball. So I'm like, that's Dude, terrible. That's not yes. cool. I know. That's that's not cool. That's so, not cool. No. But 
I also, on one hand, I'm like, well, I'm glad you're outside playing. That's really good. Start Please playing after I leave. Yeah. Yeah. Do not. Out out car. Just, it's, yeah. it's, that was, I'm sure you did that with street hockey, right? Car was coming. You all get off to the and side then, of the yeah, road. And you then you got to pull the net. You got to pull the net, which was probably not light. Uh, it was light. It, they weren't. So oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, they were, they were light nets. But yeah. But people yeah. were patient because you, you were kids. You weren't doing anything yes. you weren't supposed to be doing. Um, yeah, so it was a lot of sports. Uh, and then organized sports because I always played baseball, and that was... Oh, so you had a summer league. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, summer league. And then, you know, going into your teens, you're not making the team automatically. So spring rolls around, you're, you know, getting the rust off, and you're throwing the baseball outside, not across yep. the street, but you're throwing the ball and <laughs> tryouts and this and that. And it's funny, like, you know... The word anxiety, I don't think existed when we were kids. It just didn't. Well, it did, just not for the kids, just for the yeah, adults. Yeah, but I guarantee if I, if I was trying out for teams at 13, 14 years old, I, I don't think any kid then said, I have anxiety about making this team. I bet you go to a 13, 14 year old now, like, oh, you're trying to for baseball? Yeah, I got anxiety. I'm scared about it. Like, oh, gee, God. Well, I, to be I, fair, I, listen, I'm going to defend that because I okay. know you have a you have a viewpoint on that, but I because I've seen it firsthand. These kids are put under so it's I, from a southern perspective, living in the south and sports, high school sports, like it's insane, right? Like down here, like parents put so much pressure on their kids to excel in sports or some other activity, like it, it could be dance classes or whatever, but they have them run ragged. And I've seen it because like my, you know, we have our son, he does like one extracurricular activity sometimes, like he'll just swim, whatever it is. But like other than that, like he's a kid, he, he does his thing, he, he plays Minecraft, he goes plays outside, whatever. Like we'll try to invite friends over for his birthday party, right? And like... Out of the 15 kids we invited, four showed up because the other 11 either had doubleheader baseball or gymnastics and then two birthday parties or like other things that they already do. Like these kids are just, they're taken out and they're run ragged. So I can almost understand where the anxiety comes from on top of the fact that they then have to excel. And if not, they're going to face the wrath of a very disappointed parent. And that's unfortunately true. My parents weren't like that. No, and neither were mine. So uh, when we say anxiety didn't exist, I'm sure it did, but I certainly wasn't the athletic family that like, oh, you just got to get a scholarship. You know, there were certainly kids, I'm sure, that like their parents rode them on like getting, you know, getting the best time in in the track race, whatever it is. I don't know. Because they were like, you need to get a scholarship. This is how you're successful. We didn't have that pressure, like personally. If you did, like, listen, I'm feeling for you because I've seen it in action and it's not fun. So anxiety for you, I'm sure, was very real. But I just, I was fortunate enough to not have that kind of pressure put on me ever, really, for anything. <laughs> for better, for worse, honestly. Yeah. No, I, I, I understand it. it. It was. Yeah. I just never experienced, and I, I didn't have any, you know, like I said, once you get in your teens and you're, you're trying out and making teams and travel teams and going to different areas, it all changes. And that was very, that was very fun. Very fun yeah. going. Even the trips to Brooklyn were fun, kind of, kind of fun. Is it, is Brooklyn not fun to go? You, I've been to Brooklyn with you. We had a good time. When you're a kid, it's intimidating. When you're a kid oh, from Long really? Island, it's intimidating to go to play in Brooklyn. Yeah, you're. Playing, I guess that's like, fair because you feel like you're in the city, city at that point. You're in the city, city. Yeah, because yeah. Long Island's not the city. Like, and you get no, that all the not. time. Oh, you're from New York City. No, you're no, not. I'm not. I don't have not even even if you're in like half of Queens, you're not really in the city. You're in Long Island. Queens with is more traffic. Queens is like the uh, is the uh, buffer between 
the exactly. suburbs in the city. So yes. It's not me. So yeah. there's a there's our New York <laughs> talk for it. We're getting everything in today, and that guy that left us that review that we go off topic is really gonna have a field day. He's, he's yeah, God, he's, he's gonna bring that notes. review down from three stars to one star. But you know oh. what? Hey, listen, if you this is we're just two friends. We're catching up. We're talking, and this is this is where the conversation leads us. Plus the fact that you didn't think you had much to say on summer vacations, and it turns out you do. So I do, uh, I do. I rem- I can actually tell you the game I remember and associate the most with summer vacation. Tell me, yeah, I want to hear. It is Mario Kart 64. Really? Because that was like 96, 97. So I was 10 or 11. I was like that perfect age where, you know, you don't have any responsibilities yet, but you're old enough that you can kind of do your own thing at your friend's house. Parents aren't like watching over your shoulder at all moments. Not that we did anything bad, but it was just like, let's go in the pool. Okay, great. Let's go play wiffle ball. Okay, great. Let's go play Mario Kart. Okay, great. It was just fun time. So when you say summer vacation, or a summer video game, because I remember just sitting inside, because like, you don't give a shit about yeah. anything. And that's awesome. You just, you ate, jump in the pool, you get sick, whatever. Never happened. So my, and, then so my, and then you would yeah. go out and get out of the pool, and then you'd be soaking wet in the air conditioning, standing up playing Mario Kart. It was great. Yeah. Oh, we weren't allowed in the house if we were soaking wet. We had to like totally drip dry clean and like t- like dry down with the towel before we were allowed inside. No. Okay. You know, very strict. My parents were, yeah, she was not about that life. But mm. uh, so my summer game, I too actually that I remember. Um, one was well, definitely one more than the other. One was Goldeneye a little bit. Okay. Um, but honestly, the our summer game that I would play with friends or whatever was WCW NWO Revenge for the Nintendo oh, 64. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Nintendo 64 was absolutely like the the multiplayer friends video oh, yeah. game system. Hundred percent, because you didn't have to pay any extra money. You had to play for multi tap or anything. No, exactly. And that was the only system at the time you could play four players. So it was like the go-to. If you had an N64, like you were the house to go to. Yeah. Did you, were there any video game, just on the topic of video games, were there any video games that you played over the summer that like was like your summer solo game that you would try to beat? I was thinking that. Um, I remember in high school, it was GTA. I think Which G- one? Um, at least three, obviously, because it was PS2. Yeah, it was definitely three. Maybe Vice City a little bit. Okay. But definitely was GTA three. I remember that. I remember <laughs> I remember WWF E Forcible Entry came out and it was like a hard rock album. It's a great album. It's called yeah. C D Kids, called the Compact Disc. Yes. Uh believe it or not, what some of your video games are made on used to have just audio. But I yep. digress. I used to play that game and just put in the cheap codes and just blow everything up, put it on mute, and then on my stereo, <laughs> on my stereo, we listened to that album, and I just loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. And so for people wondering what a stereo is, you know those AirPods <laughs> you have stuck in your ear? It's like that, but in a giant box form. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, baseball, you know, it's it's more about, I, I can't talk about the summer like vacations I did because I didn't go on many vacations. My parents right. were very average Joe, hardworking people. Um. It was more about just enjoying what we had. Yeah. And, you know, the baseball was one thing, and then Nintendo 64 and being with the friends in the pool. And, uh, like I said, baseball. Did you cook out a lot? We did. My dad dad had, like, cast iron hands. So when he cooked, he didn't actually need to, like, flip the burgers with something. He would just take it and go flip. Are you serious? He wouldn't even use, like, a spatula or anything? No. No. Oh, jeez. He's like, Dad, are the hot dogs? I just pick it up, eat it back. Almost done. 
They would eat it, but it's just like, just, no. Right. Didn't need an oven mitt or anything like that, so. Oh, jeez. It's like these oven mitts they see I, they sell on TV now, like, my dad wouldn't want that. <laughs> what, uh, let me ask you, did you have a go-to, like, if, let's let's talk cookouts for a second, or cookout okay. food, because sure. uh, it was definitely a big part of mine as well. Um, what was your go-to, like, you could, if it was there, you were going to eat all of it? Whether it was a side, or, or even, like, a hot dog, or whatever it was. Well, I, hmm, that's a tough one. Yeah. I, I, like, okay, I'm here we go. Let's start, we'll start simple. This. Well, let's start simple. Hot okay. dog or hamburger? Oh, hot dog. No, hot no. Dog. I, oh, God, no hot dog. That's what I meant to say. I oh, guess, okay. I guess my subconscious <laughs> wants me to eat a hot dog because I don't eat them anymore. Yeah. I, but back I in the day, have, that was your go-to. Yeah. I guess because it was easier to eat, maybe, because I could eat more. Of, I don't know. But as a kid, it was a hot dog. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh, God. I have like one hot dog a year. That's it. Oh really? You just your stomach doesn't do well with it, or no? I'm just at that point now in my life. I'm like, I don't know if I should be eating this. Well, and yeah, that doesn't stop me. Like, if someone's making <laughs> hot dogs, I'm having best believe I'm having three or four. Like, it's gonna happen, and okay, unless they're if, bun length, then maybe it's two. If I'm going over to your place and you're cooking them, I'll eat them. Yeah. Okay. If All I'm right, just fair. having a normal cookout, I'm not gonna provide them. Okay. So like, but a if burger, you want like them, you can bring or... them. I'm not gonna be like, hey, don't bring them. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you want to bring them, I'll cook whatever you want. Okay, that's fair. But I, I, I'm not gonna do that. So I was definitely more of a hot dog kid. <laughs> a yep. hot dog kid. When I was like, when I was a kid. Well, okay, here we go. Let's 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 just let's keep peeling back this onion here. What were your uh, what were your go to toppings for a hot dog? And have uh, they ke- changed now as an adult? Ketchup and mustard combined. It's the only thing I eat ketchup on. And really? Never solo. Put I, don't, a- I don't like ketchup. Uh, there's two things I like ketchup on. Ketchup okay. on a hot dog with mustard. But if okay. I can't have the mustard, I won't have the ketchup. I'll eat a plain. And steak fries from like a diner, like the thick ones. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not regular That's French good. fries. Not fast food fries. Like diner steak no. fries is the only thing I put ketchup on. Well, because you, can't, you have to dip those in something because they're too much potato to have like plain. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? What are your thoughts then? Okay, I guess I probably know the answer then, but what are your thoughts on ketchup on eggs? Some sort of like alien would eat that. Oh, it's de- whatever. It's delicious. I don't care. What do you think about Tabasco on vanilla ice cream? I've never done that, but you don't know what is good. Don't knock it try it. Don't knock it try it. No, well, okay. Here's one. I'll, I'll do you one better. Vanilla ice cream with soy sauce. <laughs> Jeez, that's... I know. I'm telling you, it's delicious. If you're listening to this and you want a weird food that I promise you is going to taste way better than it sounds, soy sauce on vanilla ice cream. Don't do too much. Like you got to do like like a couple of shakes on a bowl of just vanilla ice cream. Nothing else. So here's what you got to do. You got to take one bowl and put soy sauce on it, and you got to take one bowl and put some hot sauce on it, and see what you want. Does it have to be Tabasco? You say hot sauce. Do we need to get specific here? Any any type of. Okay. Could be Frank's Red Hot. Could be Tabasco sauce. Could be something that you have to sign a waiver for. I don't know. Whatever you want. <laughs> but mine was actual is. Tabasco because I had a friend in high school who was from Mexico and he goes, "Try this." I'm like, "What are you out of your mind?" And I did. It was, it was good. Yep. Speak. Okay, we're into ice cream. Summers ice cream. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Before I go any further with that, the okay. side of choice. It's potato salad. Sorry, but, yeah. But it has to be very, it has to have, what's the right word I'm looking for? Is it sweet or is it like mustardy or whatever, vinegary? Mustard, vin- yeah, there we go. It has to have a very vinegary 
taste. Because there's a sweet potato salad, and then there's the vinegar potato salad. You're more of a vinegar. Oh, 100%. Okay. I'm the opposite. I like the sweet potato salad. Really? If I'm going to eat potato salad, it's got to be sweeter. Mm, Did not know that. And no onions. No onions or celery in it either, by the way. I agree. I don't 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 like the crunch. No, God. I mean, and something just, that's ah. soft, they go, like, no, I don't want that. Yeah, no. That's why just I don't too many pickles conflicting on my textures. I mean, put pickles on my uh, hamburger. I don't like that crunch. I like the softness. Um, right. What about, like, favorite ice cream? The ice cream, the ice cream truck. We didn't, didn't have an ice gen- cream truck. Well, so, okay, we didn't have an ice cream truck. We did have, oh, my microphone. Whoops. We did have something. Your microphone wanted to eat some ice cream. It, like, ran away it from did. me. It did. It just it was started shaking away from me. So, we had a guy called the Schwann's truck. Does that does that ring a bell to you? Well, no, it sounds like a shawarma truck. No, no. So the Schwann's truck was it was basically like a refrigerated truck that would deliver ice cream, but also like frozen meals and stuff like that. What? So like it was no, it's it's a legitimate it's thing. Weird. Like I remember, it was weird. So there's one thing I remember getting from the truck that my mom would buy that I loved, and there were the Flintstones push-ups. Do you do you remember these? Question: Were these trucks yeah. yellow? Yes. Huh. Did I just trigger a core memory for you? Somewhat. Okay. Somewhat. So yeah, we would order ice cream from there. And like I said, the one I remember was the, they were called push pops or push ups. I remember like those, the, the Flintstone either, ones. Like the cylinder with the stick and you just yes. push it up and it was like sherbet or maybe yep. it was ice cream. I don't know. Oh yeah. So that sugar, was our ice cream sugar truck. On a stick. It was amazing. So, but I, we did not have like a neighborhood ice cream. I lived in like a very rural area. There was no truck driving by giving ice cream to like the one kid that lived in the three mile radius. <laughs> So, but I'm I'm assuming. So for you, like, yes. what was your ice cream truck experience like? My I I can still I went down. My my friend Kevin had a has a son, and I met him for the first time last summer because uh, he had COVID. You know, COVID was ongoing, so I had to wait to meet him. Right, and I was in the park, big park, over by Jones Beach, and ice cream man came around. And I'm like, that can't be the same guy. But how many ice cream trucks were half white, half purple? So that's a pretty unique combination. It's definitely the same dude. It was the same territory. So I'm like, all right, this guy's still going along. So that's what it looked like. I say that because most were just all white, generic, good humor. This was like a mom and pop guy. Yeah. I remember buying the WWF ice cream bars. Oh, those were so good. With we, the they sold those it. at our school cafeteria. So that's how I, I remember the first one I ever ate. I remember this. Okay. Uh, the first one I ever had was Yokozuna. Oh, so you were late. You got on yeah. towards the end. I had like Honky Tonk Man, Andre the Giant. Yeah, no. Or the guy got on my own clearance, and it was that era of Yoko yeah. and Bret Hart. For non-wrestling fans, I'm describing like the late 80s, early 90s in wrestling. Yeah. Dan's describing like 93, 94, 95. Yeah. So like a five-year difference. I'm, my joke is that my guy bought the old stuff, kept it, and I bought it in 95. But, <laughs> but I remember getting them and I had the little, the little cards inside. They were so yeah. hard to get out because they were like attached to like the packaging. Right. And it would, so, dude, you rip it out and it would be covered in ice cream sometimes. And yeah. It just, yeah, it was messy. Yeah. Apparently, my parents tell me that I used to just buy it for the card and not even eat the ice cream. Oh, which is a shame because they were so good. They were good. They would. I mean, they, they were. Oh, I'm trying to think of there's like an, there's, do they make them any? They don't make WWE ones, I know, but do they make anything similar now? I, I can't tell you the last time I had like an ice cream. Like, like from, yeah. Like ice cream man esque, like a popsicle or something like that. I, do you know what other ones I liked? We used to have like the, um, it was like Ma- Mario. Said it right. I said Mario. 
<laughs> and his eye, it was like Mario's head and his eye was like gumball. gumballs. Oh yeah, they yeah, still make or, those. Or like Yoshi, SpongeBob or Yoshi, I think was another Yoshi. one they had. Spider Man, Ninja Turtles, of course. You know oh, that was yeah. a big one. Well, yeah, I bought you uh, a plastic. You got me one the, the, the Ninja Turtles Funko Pop melted popsicle. Yeah, man, I yeah. still have it. It's on my desk. It's right there. You can see it. Not that you're you're listening to this on the podcast, you can't see it, but I'm pointing to it on my on my shelf right there. It's true. He is. I can I can confirm that he, he can is. vouch. Yes, and we so. have microphones in front of us, so we can't we lie. No, we're not going to lie. Who lies with a microphone in front of them? <laughs> Not us. No, not us. Another <laughs> star removed. They said they don't lie. It's not true. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, um, so there's one other one that I remember, and I okay. I think I this was a triggered memory because I I go on Reddit and I look up like the nostalgia stuff just to see if anything clicks, and it, honestly, it gives me ideas for episodes and stuff like that. But do you remember the Mickey's Parade ice pops? No, I do not. So, okay. I'll send after we jump off, I'll send you a picture. You let me know. But it's there were basically just it was like the characters, like full length popsicles that were the shape of Mickey and Goofy and Donald and Minnie Mouse. Okay. And that was it. And but like you can't they don't make them anymore. But but they were so unique, they don't make they haven't made them in decades. Yeah. But like I thought they didn't exist because I didn't remember them until I saw them years later. Yeah. You know what ice cream I do remember, by the way? And then I swear to God we'll get back to going on actual vacations. Well, Choco Tacos, not Coco, it's Choco Taco. Is it Choco Taco? Okay. There's an H in there, Lou. Jeez. I don't care. It was delicious. It was delicious. And then, you know, shout out to the Strawberry Shortcake Bar. That was my go-to. But no, Ooh, the one good. I'm talking about was the one that you only got when you went to Six Flags or like a sports game. And they're still around. Hmm. And it's still called the Ice Cream of the Future 30 years later. I'm talking about Dippin' Dots. Oh, Dippin' Dots. Yes. 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 Freeze-dried balls of ice cream that equated to basically a third of the amount of ice cream you would normally get for that same price. Mm. But it felt cool because they were little frozen balls. I uh, I grew up with 7-Eleven by me, so I was all about the Slurpee. Yeah, we didn't have a Slurpee. Didn't look like that all about us. the Slurpee. Don't give me a slush puppy. That's garbage. I want yeah. a Slurpee. <laughs> That's what I want. Slurpees are good. Yes. Oh, man. All right. So you... You did not go on road trip summer vacation. You mentioned one time, I don't know if it was while we were recording or before, but you went to like Virginia with your folks to visit your family, yeah. right? When I we went to just uh go to Bush Gardens and that was like Okay, yeah. A lot of the stuff was like I said, we had the beach or we had upstate New York. So we didn't go too too far. Virginia was one of those like bigger trips I took as a kid and Bush Gardens was amazing. It yeah. was like the summer, I want to say no, summer of 96 or 97 because they had a ride based on the mascot for the 1996 Olympics called Izzy. Oh, okay. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That roller coaster, it didn't look too bad because it didn't have any loops or anything, but it had really sharp turns. And my dad was a roller coaster aficionado. He liked those. I still yeah. was at the point where I wasn't riding them. And I remember going on this, like, it's got a little mascot on it. It can't be that bad. I love it. Yeah. It's fun. And my dad goes on it, and he goes, that was one of the worst roller coasters I ever went on. Not in terms of, like, enjoyment, in terms of, like, fear. Because when you made the turn, you actually, like, felt like you were going to topple over. Yeah. Which stuck out to me. But shout out to the Big Bad Wolf. Anybody's ever been on that ride at Busch Gardens? It is the best. It's gone. The Big Bad Wolf. Big Bad Wolf. Okay. Great ride. Escape from Pompeii. Great ride. Uh, I have a cousin that went down and lived in that area. Apparently, Busch Gardens is still around. It's kind of doing good. 
But that was like my big non-Metro New York like childhood vacation. And then the only other one was when I was going into high school, we went up to Toronto. But that was okay. a, that was a city, so it's kind of oh, still. I mean, it's a new place. You know, you're doing. I'm assuming you probably watched a Blue Jays game. I did. What a surprise! Yeah, who were they playing? Do you remember? Uh, they played the Milwaukee Brewers the first time I went. Nice. I don't go. know how I remember that so quickly, but they played the Brewers. Second time I went, they played the Yankees. A couple of, like ten years later. That's what I loved about Canada because I live so close to it that that's how we would watch cheap Yankee games when the Montreal Expos are still around. Yep. You know, we would go up. That's how we'd watch Yankee games is we'd go to the watch them play the Expos. Yep. Beautiful stadium. So, which I think we actually talked about on our last episode where we talked oh, yes. about the home run race of 98. Again, something that I associated with summer more than anything else, even though it technically went into the fall at the end of the season. But anyway. yeah, baseball, I mean, that's that's the only sport that's going. So, yeah. By well, default- let's 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 talk about. You know, as far as like what we watched on TV, is there any movie or show that you, even if you watch now, like you reminded of summer in particular from your childhood? Um, like, let me give you, I'll give you an example of mine. Sure. I have one. So the movie Independence Day with Will Smith well, yeah. and Jeff Goldblum. I mean, it's, it's a 4th of July movie. So it's, it's as summer as you get. Yep. But for me, I watched it in the summertime. I associate it with like, if I watch it any other time of the year, it feels weird for me. Like it's a summer movie, right? Same thing yeah. with like, I'll give you another example. Like on the horror side, the scary movie side, like the Friday, the 13th movies, they all take place in the summer at the lake. Like, it's a it's a scary movie, so yeah, I could watch it in October, and I have, but I more associate those movies with summertime because of the vibe it gives off, you know, during it. And then for like cartoons, it was uh, any of those. Like there was one in particular on Nickelodeon, and I know you weren't a huge Nickelodeon guy, but there was one called Rocket Power that came out in the late '90s, and it was set in like Hawaii, and it was just these kids outside playing outside, skateboarding and rollerblading and riding bikes. But it was always warm out, and it was always nice out, so I just I always. I was like, oh, it's, it's a summertime TV show. Did you have anything like that that like was a summer thing for you? Not really. Not with the uh, not with movie. I wasn't really a big movie guy. Kid. No, I wasn't really a big movie kid. I would go to the drive-ins if that counts. Absolutely, it does. Do you remember seeing any drive-in movies over the summer that stick the, out? The two movies that I remember the most: huh. Power Rangers movie, surprise. Okay, the the original, and then Tomb Raider. Because I realized that era of Angelina Jolie was like my crush. As, Absolutely. As Laura, as Laura Croft was, oh, fantastic. I don't want to say fantastic movie, but at the time, fantastic movie. Now I haven't watched yes. it in 20 something years. But those are two movies I associate kind of with summer because I remember seeing them uh, in, in the drive ins. It was, you know, it was really all about sports and wrestling. It was, yeah. you know, we're talking about. 96 to, going back to that last podcast for a brief moment, 96 to 04, the Yankees were pretty dominant, if not the dominant team. So it was fun. It was very fun to watch. It was good. It was a good time to be a Yankee fan for sure. Yeah. So that was, and um, if I'm playing baseball and I'm going to be watching it, and especially if my team's doing good, I'm really going to be watching it. Right. Um, And also the Olympics. That's right. In 96, especially. And then in 2000, you had him in Sid- uh, Sydney, right? In 2000? I think so. I think so. it was Sydney. And then 04, I, it was Athens. I mean, yeah. 92 was the dream team. See, I, I wasn't just, watching in 92. I was, yeah. I, I wasn't either. either, but I remembered a little bit because my dad and I were not huge basketball fans, but come on. 
that yeah. team. It had Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, Michael Jordan. Come on, that's yeah, not fair. Was it Pippen, right? Is Pippen a- everybody? Pippen? Yeah, Pippen. I think yeah. Pippen was on it too. That team was just not fair. David Robinson. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's still probably the greatest team ever assembled, and for for any genre of sports, yes, it's the greatest team of all time. So the yeah. the Olympics in the summer, I always because I always liked it. I always liked watching like the different things, like swimming. Okay, I'm not really going to watch swimming. I'm not a swimmer, but in the sure. Olympics, it was fun. It was it was something different. Or I grew up with uh, not Usain Bolt. Oh, what's the dude? He was an American guy. He had the gold shoes. Oh God, Michael. Yeah. Jo- I know was you're Michael Johnson. About- Maybe. Maybe. I don't. Yeah, I can't remember honestly. I, if- well, I remember him because those gold shoes, gold shoes, um, had to be '96 Olympics. Yeah. Some guy named Kurt Angle also won an Olympic gold medal. Oh, we know him with yeah. a broken freaking neck. So that's right. I was really big into the Olympics. My parents loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. And, and, you know what it was? I think '96 was. Uh, I was the right age. It yeah. was in the U.S. It was in Atlanta. Um, you came off the dream team in '92, so everybody was still kind of pumped for what USA basketball was going to do. Yeah. So it was good timing for '96. I I really enjoyed it. I always liked the Olympics. So yeah. Now, it's, I, now I, I just have to watch it on mute because everything's political. I'm like, nope, just want to see the guys run and race. Watch the sports. It's, it's all so I want to do. It, wanna, yeah. No. And then closed caption comes on like, nope, we're going to get rid of that too. Just, <laughs> just want to see the guys and girls do their thing. Don't want to well. hear anything else. Nope. No. Well, and that was the, I mean, I guess that was the beauty of the 90s, at least as far as we could tell from the media that we saw. I mean, life was good, right? Everything was good. Everything was positive and upbeat because the economy was good. And, you know, again, not getting political, but like everything was going okay for us as a country. So our childhoods were pretty positive, whereas there's a lot going on now and there's a lot of ways to see what's going on now. So it's a different vibe. And yeah, it's it's not the same. And and I know every older generation says things aren't like they used to be, but in this case, 100% true. Like it's not the way it used to be, but there's proof. It's not like I'm saying that and talking at my ass. Like you can see what's going on on TV now and it's it's not the same. No. It's everybody yeah. has an opinion and everybody has a nose and everybody has a butthole. Doesn't make everything right. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I can't decline. Ah. Uh. You did. I, well, I don't of. know why. We, I've been, we've been cursing more and more in this All podcast. right. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one, and most people are one. So there you go. Oh, oh I was just going to say most people have one, and they usually stink. Oh, that, that too. That's the point of them being an asshole, Lou. Jeez. Didn't even get the phrase right. Something like that. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about the Olympics. I, that's all we wanted to talk about. That's all I want to talk about. That's all I want to watch. So I just watch the Olympics and just put it on mute. Yeah. No close captioning. Oh, man. Oh, so that was, I mean, I'm trying to think what else we did in the summer. Oh, I guess the one thing we did, like, pretty often as a kid, once a year, my parents would host, like, a big, we're going back to the cookouts for a second, like, a big summer shindig. Now, Mm -hmm. in reality, it was maybe 30 people that would show up throughout the day. 
with their kids and things like that. As a kid, I mean, there had to be like 150 people there from what <laughs> I could see. Like it was just, there's so many people there. Right. And it was just insane. And I just remember it was like the one time of year where like I could eat whatever I wanted. My parents didn't care. I just, whatever I ate, I ate. And I really didn't have to go. Like, I didn't have to do anything. Like my mom, you know, I had to like help set up for it and help clean up the next day. But like during the day I could just go and, and cause there's all kinds of kids there, you know, cause their parents would come. I would play with the kids and we would have all kinds of just delicious junk food. By the way, my go-to, I'm a hot dog guy still to this day, but I will okay. eat a burger if it's done properly. Um, my go-to side, if there is this side, I will eat most of it and leave a little bit left to be polite is ambrosia salad. I don't even know what that is. So, okay, let me paint you a picture here, Lou. It is mini marshmallows, okay? It's already not healthy. Okay, got it. it. No, of course it's not healthy. It's fruit cocktail. Okay. Okay, basically the most unhealthy way to eat fruit in its true form. Sure. Uh, it is shredded coconut. Mm-hmm. Okay, you see where I'm going with this? It yeah. is Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip, right, that's what I said. It is walnuts. And it was like little orange slices, like mandarin oranges out of the can. I'm sorry for those that were, I was silent for a moment. That was me holding in my laughter that this is, for a moment, I thought this was going to be like, well, I like, not only do I like potato salad, I like macaroni salad. Like, no, definitely not. He let off with marshmallows. I did. I thought you were sneezing because you like stepped away from the microphone. I was sneezing, but I was also, it was a sneeze and a laugh. It was a snaff. A snaff. You I've snapped. Been, I am getting old. I started combining words also in like my real in the real world. Yeah. yeah. Well, it just saves time. <laughs> yeah. And then people look at you like, what are you talking about? Now, honestly, if you do it with confidence, they'll be like, oh, of course. That's I say that all the time. Like, yeah. just, just own it. Okay. That's my yeah. advice to you. If you want to say something really weird, if you own it, no one's going to bat an eye. Trust the New York me. Jets are the greatest football franchise of all time. There, I all said right. it. Don't push with it. With confidence. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So. Anyway, big cookout, family, friends all came over. The pool was packed with people. I always loved it when it was like, oh man, it was like literally there's like everyone is doing fun things at my house. No matter what area of my house I went to, there was people <laughs> having fun. And it was, the, it was the coolest thing. So, and then it was also like the one of the few nights, and I could stay up later in the summer, but I still had to be in bed by like 9, 30, 10 o'clock as a kid, like a little kid. Yeah. Uh, this was like the one day where my mom didn't even care. Like we would, like when it got dark out, which again, remember in the summertime, that was not until like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like my, my dad would throw up a big bonfire and then we'd all sit around the bonfire and just relax and chill. We could go in the pool if we wanted to, but it was dark out, so we didn't want to swim in the dark. But we could sit by the, the fire. We could run around in the backyard if we wanted to. Uh, and we could just, we literally just kind of did our thing. And it was like the greatest day of the summer. Like I looked forward to it every year and it was always it was awesome. fantastic. Yeah. And the next day sucked because again, I had to clean up all the, the <laughs> plates in the back, the paper plates and the food or whatever. And then my least favorite thing to do as a kid was I had to like get all the beer bottles that people left behind and like dump them out and like put them in the bag, like the recyclables, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? To take yeah. them to the grocery store to get them recycled. And it just stunk to high heaven. Like even now, I'm not a huge fan of the smell of beer, like old beer like stale beer yeah. but like back then it was like vomit inducing because it was hot <laughs> out the flies had gotten to it it just felt Ew. gross it was nasty yep. but i just oh such good times i have such good so mom and dad if you're listening to this i don't think you are but if they you should are be. they should be first of all yes um your your annual cookouts were amazing i don't know what kind of 
hellacious effort you needed to put into it to make it amazing, but it was awesome. And I will always remember them. So, and maybe one day I'll do the same thing with my family and my kids. We'll see. I think your mom was the one that left a review if we go off topic. You know, she might have. <laughs> that might have been her. She might have used an alias, obviously. Cause, Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, is there, before we wrap up, anything else you want to touch on summer-wise that uh, may have been triggered? Because for, for a guy who didn't have much to say about summer, Lou, I got to tell you, like, you I'm so impressed. Va- summer vacations. Vacations, yeah. I really didn't have that much to talk about. Just summer in general. Well, because you think a vacation is a thing you go do. A yes. vacation is a state of being, Lou. I need to get there again. Uh, Super soakers were very fun. I had a yellow and green one. You know, the pump Oh, I did too. That was the best one. Yes. I actually, it's funny, speaking of which, I remember one time um, going back to that annual cookout, I took my super soaker and I filled it with beer from the keg. Oh, God. And I just was spraying my dad's friends and they thought it was amazing. I got in trouble for it, but they thought it was hilarious. Anyway, super soakers, big fan. Super soakers, big fan. Um, I did have a pull. It would run through the sprinkler. That's uh, yep. Do you have a funny, cool sprinkler or just like a basic lawn sprinkler? Well, what does that mean? Like the ones that would go like up and down? Well, like, like we they, had like a fire hydrant one that would spin around and. Oh, no. You know, this is literally like, like the same sprinkler. Like I need to go water the lawn. The sprinkler's out. This, <laughs> and I would throw my bathing suit on and just run through the sprinkler. There you go. Oh, okay. So speaking of which, I did want to ask you this because sure. I feel like it's almost a lost art form. Did you drink out of the hose as a kid when you were outside? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Me too. But you had to wait. Like if it was, if it had been a while since you turned it on, you yeah, got like, because you would get like boil your skin off. It was so hot. Well, that and also if there's dirt in it, it, the the well that too the water would push out the dirt. You you turn on, you wait a couple of seconds. Yeah, you know, two but it was seconds. Also really hot. You'd wait two yeah. seconds, and they go. There you go. Get yeah. the drink right out of the hose. You'd be fine. I've done it recently. Like I'll still mow my lawn, and I'll. I'll I'll drink off the hose, you know, I'll dump it on my head or whatever if I'm yeah. out there. Cause it's, it gets hot. Right. I mean, like I said, it gets like nineties here when I'm mowing and that sucks, but yeah, my kids won't you know. It's not that they won't do it. It's that my wife won't let them do it. I don't know why. I guess she's convinced that now there's going to be like some kind of a, a amoeba that's growing in there. That's going to give them illness. I don't know. But like we said, it's information everywhere. This good, bad and indifferent. That's right. Yeah. So different times, but yes, I absolutely drank out of the hose as a kid, yep. and uh, I'm. I think I'm a. I think my immune system is better for it, quite frankly. But that's I, just. Uh, I would agree. I would agree. Pure speculation, obviously. I can't prove that, but yeah. I just. I get sick the least amount of all my family members. We'll say trust that. us, people. We're behind microphones. That's right. You have to trust us. Trust us. <laughs> that is the theme of this episode: is trust. Trust. Yes. If you can't trust two people <laughs> talking on a podcast that are friends since college, who can you trust? Who can you trust? Exactly. No, I don't know. Oh, man. All right. Well, listen, uh, I love summer and I wanted to, I wanted, since we started the podcast a year ago, I wanted to do a summer episode. And so this, the next one I'm going to do, I don't know exactly what it is, but I've got a few ideas. It's going to be summer related as far as things that you associated with summer. Is this your big announcement? No, no, no. My big announcement. Are you right? That's fine. You want to steal my thunder there? No, I thought this was it. That you're going to do another summer episode. I'm like, all right, cool. No, that's not a big announcement. That's like oh. tune in next week for the regular show. No, that's what we call the a big teaser. announcement is a teaser. If you could not get enough of these beautiful pipes, meaning my oh. voice, oh. I will be launching a brand new podcast. Oh. oh, in just a few short weeks. Okay, so folks. Hold on. Let me let me just here's here's the deal. This new podcast will be called Beer Before Fear. 
Oh, it is a, okay. It, it is a podcast dedicated to delicious craft beer and mm. reviewing scary movies. My buddy Eric and I are going to be putting out a bi-weekly show where we pair a beer with a horror movie, and we have a fantastic discussion. And in mm. fact, uh, I've, I've saved the best for last here. I have a teaser trailer oh. that I'm going to play right now for you to entice you if if beer and or scary movies are your thing. So let me just go ahead and click play here. In a world where horror and hops collide, prepare for a podcast that will send shivers down your spine and leave you thirsting for more. Welcome to Beer Before Fear. Join our hosts, Dan and Eric, as they embark on a journey through the darkest realms of terror Exploring bone-chilling tales, one brew at a time. Each episode, they'll introduce you to a carefully selected craft beer where the flavors intertwine with the terrors on screen. Because in Beer Before Fear, the beers are cold and the bodies are colder. So if you're thirsting for the perfect combination of thrills and chills, this is the podcast you've been screaming for. Beer Before Fear. Streaming soon on your favorite podcast platforms. And there it is, folks. Beer Before Fear coming to a podcast source near you in just a few short weeks. Now, Lou. You're not a scary movie guy, are you? No. Um, unless the, the scary movies count like as bad movies? Does that count? No. It, no, it's no. different. I mean, a but you're a beer guy. You like beer, right? I do. Not not okay. the vomit-inducing beer that you used to collect as a child. No, yeah, no, that's different. Yeah, this is this is good craft beer that Eric actually is a very, very sophisticated... Uh, I don't want to say... Well, actually, he, this is his term, not mine. He is a hophead. Have you ever uh, heard that term before? I have, yes. You've heard of hophead? I've never heard of it before. Like 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 Grateful Dead friends or Deadheads. Well, that I knew, but a hophead, and and it makes sense. I just didn't know yeah. it was like an official thing. Man, anyway, Eric is a, a is a very talented hophead who's uh, going to be pairing some delicious beer with these uh, episode discussions. So anyway, super excited, guys! Brand new podcast coming out. It'll be on a biweekly basis because, quite frankly, I don't have time to do two weekly podcasts. I'm going to keep doing this podcast. This podcast is not going anywhere. But I just wanted to. I was so excited to share. I've got a brand new podcast coming out, and uh, I will, in fact, try to include a link in the description below if the podcast is ready. If it's not, then you'll see it in one of the coming episodes. So I'm saying that now and apologizing if it doesn't show up in the description after this. It'll just depend on if it's ready or not. I need ice cream now. <laughs> I need. I <laughs> well, legitimately listen. not saying that to just fill time. I'm. I think I have. You want ice co- cream? I think I have coconut ice cream bars in the fridge. Go get some. So, All right. Well, that's a perfect way to wrap things up here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And again, I said it at the beginning of the show. I'll say it again now. If you like this, uh, you know, this podcast, if you like talking about just what it was like to grow up when we did in the 90s and the early 2000s, tell a friend about it. Make sure you're letting them know to tune in and just hear two friends goofing off for an hour. And uh, sometimes it's really insightful. Like last week, I 
feel like we had a really good discussion on the the breakdown of the home run race with McGuire and Sosa. Uh, this week was definitely more laid back, kind of off the cuff, just talking about our summer vacation and everything that came along with that and, and a few tangents. But that's what this is all about. We're just literally friends reminiscing about the past and how fun it was and <laughs> there's not much more to it. It's keeping things simple. Hopefully this is a chance for you to to kick back and relax as well and get a break from the craziness that is the world these days. And uh, if we can be a part of that, that's truly an honor for us. So thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to check us out as well on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, but especially YouTube because we're doing some really cool stuff on there. Uh, just search for Generation S. You'll see that symbol right out of the gate when, you, when you've got the right one. So make sure you check that out as well. And with that... We will talk to you soon. Goodbye.